0: heavy track today.
1: Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes.
0: I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips
2: in Tab's new race feed. Tab.
1: We're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Uh, it's time for the Thursday edition of our Victorian Form Preview, and today we are racing at Packenham. and Trav Noonan is the man that can find us all the winners today at Packenham. How are you, Trav?
2: Very well, thanks, Michael. Yeah, good afternoon, well, good morning, I should say, to all the RSN listeners out there. Hopefully we can find a few winners today at Pakenham.
1: What do you make of the meeting overall? Is it a meeting you're keen to get involved in?
2: I think there's a bit of value later on in the meeting, Michael, but very interested to see how this track played after last Friday. It was uh, very much an advantage to be up on top of the speed there at uh, Pakenham and throw up some interesting results. So um, treading the meeting with a little bit of caution.
1: Yeah, so with the rail at nine from the 1,000 to the winning post, what are you anticipating re today?
2: I am thinking they're probably going to try and revert that pattern a fair bit from Friday night and that's why the rail's gone out so far. So I'm hoping that we we get an even track and the horses are able to to still make ground down the middle. Rail out nine at Pakenham compared to other places is definitely more suitable as such a vast open track. So still thinking those off-field will get their chance.
1: All right, let's get into the first today at Packenham, which kicks off at half past one. It's a maiden over sixteen hundred. Uh, they all go round in the first, and B still the Earth is the two dollar eighty favourite. Big Jimmer, good push from TB this morning. Three dollar second second favourite uh, outside of that. Matt Calhoun is a six dollar chance. Who did you like in the first?
2: Yeah, I was with Big Jimmer on top eight three seven two. The numbers for me. He's done a bit wrong in two starts to date. Big Jimmer. He went to Ballarat on debut. Uh, in sort of on a soft five track, was doing his best work late there over 1,200 metres, then went quickly to the mile, was the quickest six of the four of a very slowly run race and just couldn't sustain uh, that run to the post race. was dominated by the leader. Now he also got a bit wayward at the top of the straight, so I'm hoping now his third start that he's he's learning a bit more on the job. Pakenham should suit him big, wide open track, and sits back here and gets the last crack at them. He does look a talented galloper. Hopefully today's the day, puts it all together. Three Fighting Edge was pretty good last start at Pakenham uh, when just uh, sorry, Benella when just in behind El Sonso, uh, who did win by a big margin, but sort of finished with the rest of the field think In the back of that performance, it would be very competitive. 7B, still the earth. Looks the horse is going to get over a lot further than 1600 metres. Uh, but He was good here on debut on the synthetic track, then went to Flemington, was only beaten sort of fought, uh, two and a bit by source. That forms reads well and jump out to being good. And then two Cryostat, who did enough last time at a Chuka to suggest he'll run well. Happy enough to be with Big Jim though on the first. 8372.
1: 8372 in the first. Race number two. Over 1400 metres, you can take out 7, 11, 13, 15, and 16. Here, the favourite is only gold will do from the Liam Howley stable. Mark of Zorro is a $5.50 chance, as is Gallup Prince delivering $7. Silver Hammer, $5. So, there's plenty of chances in the second.
2: There is, this is a deep competitive sort of maid, and you can make a, a case for many of them. I think any gold will do for me. It's just way too short in the market for a horse who's likely to get back here and need some luck. So against him, with four on top, 4851, the numbers. Mark of Zorro here for the Mike Moroni stable. Blake Shin takes the ride. Uh, they go with the blinkers on for the first time. He's been jumping out quite nicely in them at Flemington. Go back uh, to his. Jump out sort of two times ago, and he was very good beating Mujemek in a jump out there. So some strong form lines and wasn't placed under a lot of pressure. His most recent jump out, he just went to the line nicely with a horse called Gray Northern, who comes up favourite in the last. So think of, of what we've seen at the jump out this campaign. He can put himself right up on top of the speed here with the Blake Shin and takes and beating on his return to the track. Eight silver hammer was really good. Uh, on debut, this is a horse with a, a fair bit of ability. I think he'll get a nice run on the map from Barrier Seven for Benny Allen. Form around capitalisation held up well. That horse then ran uh, quite a good race at Flemington on Cup Day uh, Five. Any gold will do. We surged late at Bendigo uh, back there on corfield Cup Day. Ran some really slick last uh, sort of 400 and 200 metre split. The problem for me was he gave away a big start after being a bit slow out of the barriers. He's drawn barrier two here. He might get a long way back, uh, but he's certainly got some talent. One delivering has done some nice things. He's run sort of placings behind horses like Autumn Angel and Snow Patrol. Uh, Barrier one, he gets a soft run. He's certainly in the mix. Four, eight, five, one.
1: Four, eight, five, and one in the second. Team Hayes have a... Big weekend coming up. They've got three heading to Pakenham, including Super Dawn in the second. How are you, JD?
0: Good, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for making the time to come on. What do you make of Super Dawn today?
0: Uh, she's really going to improve. I thought she was good on debut. She's got the a little bit of gear on her head to help her in Winkers, and uh, she's a horse that we see better, getting better a bit further, but I think to take a step in the right di- direction today, but I'm um, not sure if she's a betting proposition.
1: Yeah, she's a big price. So is Untamed Spirit in race seven. Uh, what do we do with it?
0: He, uh, he broke his maiden over 2,000 metres, and we're sort of just getting him ready third, fourth up once he gets over his uh, suitable distance. But he's also got a little bit of headgear on, a little bit of weight off, and uh, I think he'll improve again. Dean
1: Yendall rides uh, I Never Dreamed, your filly who was a good winner at Swan Hill... Last start, uh, you know, that was back at the end of October, and uh, it's a three dollar seventy favourite in the last. Can she go two for two?
0: Uh, we think she's got plenty of upside. She's going to get better as the races go uh, get further, um, but uh, I wouldn't be putting anyone off her. I think she's got nice upside.
1: You've got a big team heading to Caulfield, uh, which would be a great way to end the, the feature carnival. And, gee, Crosshaven was outstanding first up. You've drawn a good gate in the Sir but Clark, he goes well second up. Are you, are you pretty confident heading into Saturday? Uh, we
0: think he'll run a cheeky race for sure. And um, I think just leaving him alone for the first 200 metres is a bit of a key to him as well. And... Uh, Daniel Stackhouse knows him so well, but he trained on beautifully, can't pulse him and he resumed in excellent fashion. We don't think we've had him going any better ever, so hopefully he's able to translate in um, the Group 1 on Saturday.
1: You've got Ursa in the Thousand Guineas and she's a a consistent filly. Mark Zara jumps on board, but can she make that leap to be ultra-competitive with the the top liners in the Group 1?
0: We hope so. Obviously, being Group 1, there's a couple... Pretty progressive ones in there, but I thought she was didn't disgrace herself in the carbine. She was the first filly home, and um, she's trained on nicely. The Winkers go one. Got a bit of a sticky barrier to negotiate, but she's a big striding horse with a high cruising speed, so she'll be there about some pace. And I think for first four trifecta affect players, she's worth putting in.
1: Arkansas Kid was outstanding in the Coolmore. It looks a good race for him. The Sapphire Stakes on Saturday
0: yeah it does, and it's going to be interesting seeing him step out to fourteen hundred We think it'll be no problem um Damien Oliver on board which is a huge plus um and yeah I think the horse is gone really well.
1: Any of your others on the day that we should maybe be having a little something on so risque I'm shelby in the in the second and angry skies goes around in the ollie
0: yeah I think uh I'm Shelby he's really tracking well, and so risque's had a kick over, jump out in between, and he's going well too. So it's a shame they're in the same race, but I think they're both going to be good each way plays.
1: All right. Leave us with one that we have a bet on anywhere.
0: Anywhere? uh, I'd probably be having a little bet on a horse called Daring Spirit at Seymour on Friday. I think she's ready to run a good race.
1: Good on you, J.D. Have a great weekend. Thank you for having me. Right, so daring spirit for those who want to have a flutter at Seymour is race two, number 10, Maddie Cartwright rides there. So that is the early mile from J.D. Hayes. Um, I've lost track. What are we up to? Race three, I think it is, isn't it? Race three. Let's have a look at that. Uh, the scratchings here are six and eight. Uh, Disturbia for Emily Brown and David is the $3 favourite, Everett 360. Um, and they, they dominate the market. Not much between uh, these two. Which way are you leaning, Trav?
2: It's not much between them at all, Michael. I went nine to Sturbia, I think she's just slightly better suited getting up to 1,400 metres than Everett, who's a, a, on trial at the trip. So uh, the Brown stable in hot form, their last 50, and Jake Noon in the saddle riding well. So I thought she would get in a good position, uh, Some of her form last preparation around horses like unusual Pearl Whispering Ladies, good enough to knock over a maiden. I think this is a good chance for her. 10 Everett was very good last start. A uh, little concern is just that step up to 1,400 metres as she's been at 1,200 and past two. Uh, but yeah, she ran really well and a, a reasonable four-year-old nut maiden at banella last time that comes in here in hot form. Or Electrozino could be the big improver for Simon Zari. He didn't really get warm last time at sale, went out the back in an on-pace-dominated race. He's perhaps an improver now second up. At 11, my cousin Effie has jumped out well enough to suggest she'll perform in this race. 9, 10, 4, 11.
1: 9, 10, 4, 11. SMS from a listener saying, Can you ask Trav his thoughts on NZA, a first starter that's been well-backed?
2: Yeah, interesting to see a lot of money for it, uh, Michael, from the Michael Kent stable. I must admit, I thought he would maybe need this run and get up over a bit further trip. Uh, it hasn't shown a lot at the jump yet.
1: Okay. Race number four is over 1,200 metres. Takeouts here, 2, 3, 4, 8, 13, 14. Um, LEU is a $2.15 favourite for Scotty Cameron. Um, and then Thunder Award, the debutant from the Lloyd Kennywell Lucy Yeoman Stable, is next best at $5, or Miss Passion at $3.30. There's been a couple of sprukes for the favourite this morning. Do you like it?
2: Yeah, I think this is a really progressive horse, son of so you think. They've obviously taken their time with him being a four-year-old, but I think he'll break through today. LAU was good on debut at Seymour, went sort of well-backed in the market there. Uh, but he just didn't really know how to put the rates away. He sort of loomed to win, and it didn't quite focus as well as he could have late in the race. They've taken him back to the jump-outs at Cranbourne and ridden him with a sit, and he finished off really well. I think they'll ride him a bit colder today from Barrier 1 and expect him to get the job done. He showed plenty of promise at the jump-outs. Nine Thunder Award goes in for second, now, this is a horse who has shown plenty of ability in her recent jump out to Cranbourne, a daughter by a Seamus Award of a son, I should say of Seamus Award is gonna certainly get over a little bit further. He looks to have a nice turn of foot. Ten Via Vegas goes in for third. Another one who's shown ability at the jump-outs at Mornington gets a nice run here from Barrier 10. I think he'll be up on top of the speed. And 11 Miss Passion didn't in her first preparation if she could be competitive here off the long break for the Moody Stable.
1: 1-9-10-11. 1-9-10-11. Uh, we'll take a little break. because On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. It is the Victorian Form Preview looking at Pakenham, Trav Noonan finding us the winners. Uh, Dina from Wallen wants Gators game plan multi again. So just quickly, he's a Parlay 2-3 this week. Caulfield, race 4, Soltaire, race 8, Magic Time and race 10, rose courts the first leg of the quaddie is race number five it's over 1200 meters the scratchings are none the favorite in this race is queen starlight at two dollars and fifty cents others in the market include uh, sf90 at 550 six dollars fifty for el Capone, uh mornington melody or morning melody at eight dollars as is my harricone who do you have on top here trav
2: yeah, my hurricane on top here, Michael, the seven, seven, nine, two, one. the numbers, really liked its first up run at Mornington when it got back there in a race sort of dominated by those closer to the speed, ran the quickest six of the four of the race and then just kept coming the last 200. Uh, last preparation, she was a winner here at Pakenham. Uh, her best form has been found at her home track, and I thought she maps for a good run here just off a what looks a good speed. So an each way price, I really like the 7, my Harakoni. Nine Queen Starlight, nothing wrong with what she's done in two starts to date. Was a good winner last time at Ballarat against, a, I think, a handy enough horse and Fayetta. Rates rated OK relative to maiden grade. It's a little bit tight in the market, but certainly has claims. Two El Capone racing in really good form this preparation. Uh, Dakota Keane's got a nice little association going with her, and one Miss Keeler is good enough if she's ready first up. Seven, nine, two, one.
1: Seven, nine, two, and one. At first leg of the Quaddy. Race number six is over the 1,000 right. metres. Uh, take out five, 13, 15. Cavallo Rompante is the $2.90 favourite. Uh four forty four plus fours. Then you're out to Rock Artist at seven fifty and Lloyd's Crown at seven fifty.
2: Yeah, I was with plus fours here. I thought this is a really good race for her. She's had two starts at Pakenham for two wins. One of those was against twin for perfection and then put a couple of wins on the bounce in Melbourne Saturday grade so she got good form uh, when she's come here to her home track she got a good record first up the Philip Stokes team are uh, very good at producing their horses first up and I just thought this is a lovely race for her the seven to beat the three dollar chaser another one who can perform well first up and it has a good record on his home track certainly capable at a price here of running a big race so you go back through his best form and he's not far off the likes of Twin Perfection Diesel and Dust, which reads well uh, then went with the 11 Cavallo Rompont Think she's a little bit tight in the market Can forgive her last start effort at Geelong Form prior was pretty good And 6 Rock Artist, his best He's certainly capable of being competitive And has jumped out well 7-3,
1: 11-6 7-3, and 6 Race number 7 is over 1,600 metres uh, Scratch 3, 7, 8 and 16 $2.80 favourite uh, Ray Tye, and then you're out to $5 Cora Bikini, $4.80 Highland Harley, and they are uh, the top three in the market.
2: Yeah, we're going with one of the outside of those, and that's Kill Drummy here for Dan O'Brien and the Rosemont team. It's had two runs back from a spell, didn't really get into the race first up at uh, Bendigo, then went to Kite in the day, was dominated up on top of the speed, and ran home well. Uh, it came home with some good sections, but uh, relative to the day, 10th quickest last 400 and was making good ground there at 1,400. Up to the mile, which looks ideal, this is where the distance she broke her maiden last preparation and the O'Brien-Egan combination in good form. I think she's a bit of each-way value here, the nine. To beat the six, He took him a long time to break a maiden, but he did it in style last start here at 1,400 metres and winning by seven lengths. Uh, he'll be up on top of the speed again. That's They've seemed to found the key to him letting him roll. And at 1,600 metres, whilst a little query whether you'll see it out, he's certainly going to be hard to beat. Uh, 12, Wanda's Outlaw could be a big improver. Blinkers going on. was good first up, terrible second up. I think just forgive that performance and she's right in the mix. And 5, Korobaniki uh, backs up quickly. We've seen that work in the past and uh, he's a horse who's got some reasonable form of packing them. 9, 6, 12 and 5.
1: 9, 6, Nine. 12 and 5. And the lucky last is over 1,400 metres. Uh, the scratchings here are 1, 8, 12, 15. Uh, Gray Northern is the $3.10 favourite, and I Never Dreamed is $3.70. Others in the market, Lady Adelaide at $4, and that's pretty much where we ran things out in the last.
2: I thought this was one of the better each-way players of the day here, Michael. I just think he's gone up a crazy price of Menakai uh, for the Jason Warren stable, the 4.00. Bo Mertens takes the ride. He has the crossover noseband going on for the first time. Happy to just forgive a few of his runs at the end of last preparation. Recent jumpouts have been terrific. His most recent at Mornington, he went like a rocket. Uh, his first up record's okay, but his record at Pakenham's very good. He's had four starts here for two wins in a second. That's all at the 1,400. Man, if he'll get back here and if they can run on, he is a crazy price of the four. 14 I Never Dreamed has been uh, sort of a nice progressive filly. She was very good winning on debut at Swan Hill. This is much harder, but I'd say she measures up on the basis of that victory. Seven Gray Northerns jumped out nicely on a couple of occasions leading into this preparation. Blake Shin takes the ride for Simon Zara. Certainly has the ability to be competitive here and did end the preparation on a win. So went out in good form. Uh, She's certainly going to have to be around the mix here from a good gate. And 2 Seafield Road is another one at a big price. He's got a great record at packing them at 1,400 metres. He was well beaten last start in the sale cut, but this is obviously much, much easier, and he gets a good run with the claim for Luke Cartwright. Could bob up at a price. 4, 14, 7
1: and 2. 4, 14, 7 and 2, and the 4 here is $21, $4.40. That's a lovely way to finish the day. Trav, how do we play the meeting?
2: Uh, I think we're playing with a couple of horses in the short end of the market and then coming home with a couple longer ones. So the best is race six, number seven, plus fours. Really like her on a home track at Packenham first up today. Uh, race four, number one, Ella U should be winning his maiden. And the value runner of the day, definitely race eight, number four, Emma uh, maniki uh he's going to be a one by three play for at the price the quaddy i think you need a couple of numbers uh today one two seven nine in the first league, three and seven second league six nine twelve third leg, and coming home two four seven fourteen certainly not the easiest quaddy today
1: i like it trav uh give them strength especially your roughly in the last so trav's um quaddy today one two seven nine into three and seven, into six, nine, twelve, into two, four, seven, and fourteen.